This podcast is brought to you by DNA Ticks, the genetic ecosystem. The genetics industry is coming to the blockchain. For the first time ever, users can test, store, and transfer their DNA safely and anonymously. DNA Ticks is transforming the way we map, store, and use DNA. The DNA Ticks token sale has just begun. Register now to get early access to the new genetics ecosystem. DNAtix.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. This podcast is brought to you by DNAtix the genetic ecosystem. The genetics industry is coming to the blockchain. For the first time ever, users can test, store, and transfer their DNA safely and anonymously. DNAtix is transforming the way we map, store, and use DNA. The DNAtix token sale has just begun. Register now to get early access to the new genetics ecosystem. DNAtix.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar. And joining us today is Olivia June. She is the founder and CEO at Vina, which is a company that is all about connecting and empowering women. It's fantastic. We're very excited to have her on. So welcome, Olivia. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I've already looked into into Vina, but our listeners probably don't know what we're talking about. So why don't you let them in on what Vina is and what you're doing over there? So Hey Vina is a social discovery app with the aim of helping women build community wherever you are in your life or in the world. So the way we do that is kind of the intersection of a dating app like Tinder, meeting, um, meetup, and with a little fun and flair of editorial and quizzes like that you would find in a lot of women's magazines. And so what we do is you build a personal profile, you take personality quizzes, you swipe right and left on profiles of other women that you want to meet. When you get a match, we introduce you. Um, and then we also have group plans. And so you're able to look, open up the app wherever you are and see what um, other people near you want to do. So maybe it's grabbing brunch or it's happy hour or it's playing tennis or going to an event. Um, there's all different kinds of things going on depending on what people are into in your local community. Um, and then we also have uh, articles that help you kind of navigate the world of um, adulting and friend making and all the different transitions we have, whether it's from starting a family to, um, you know, breaking off toxic friendships to navigating the workplace to graduating from college to getting divorced or retiring. We really talk about all the different things um, and life changes that happen through um, at different periods in our lives as women. Absolutely. And, and I signed up, I signed up last week because I was interested and I loved the introductory quiz that you have where you go through your interests and you go through your hobbies. And I thought it was really in-depth as opposed to a lot of different apps, which can feel a little more surface level. And it wasn't intruding in any way, but it was just seems like, um, you know, you really were trying to hook me up with people that I would share similar interests with. Yeah, it's really important. It touches um, slightly on personality and then slightly on lifestyle and, and likes and dislikes and preferences. And so it, we found that it's really important in our friend um, connections that you have similar lifestyles to people. For example, if I'm 
a planner and you're more spontaneous, it's going to be really hard for us to connect. Or if I'm a daytime person and you're a nighttime person, again, really hard to navigate finding time to hang out. And so what we, our goal is to, is to make you find, you know, just the right people who you are the right match for you. Absolutely. And, you know, it's specifically for women. So why did you want to focus just on women for this app? So there's a number of reasons. I've been involved in um, working on women's equality and gender equality, um, ex- like nonprofits and whatnot for a really long time, for about 10 years. Um, and a lot of the research shows that when you invest in the women and communities, that you actually see all the different areas of the community thrive. You see the economy do better. You see um, people's health do better. Um, we see education is better. We see all these different um, things in society are improved. Um, and then also there are gender differences in how um, men and women make friends. And of course, like that's not to say that we all operate strictly as um, the feminine way of befriending and connecting versus the masculine way. But when you focus on a single gender, one, it eliminates um, kind of any chance of there being romance happening. Like when you put men and women on a platform together, um, thanks to biology, it's just natural that it becomes a dating app. And so we really focused on women to, so because I personally know um, what it's like to make women. And I also started throwing um, women's networking events in San Francisco in 2012 to really solve my own issue of wanting to have a safe community of, you know, when I go out, there's no question, I'm not going to get hit on and asked out on a date, but I wanted a chance to just really be vulnerable and connect with uh, people who I wanted to be friends with. I worked in a male-dominated industry of being in technology. And so I found that having this kind of safe women's only space becomes a really game, a big game changer in how we present ourselves and how we are open to making connections and building community. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's so hard for either gender, men or women, I think, to make friends outside of a workplace or outside of um, a college or school. And this really provides a platform you can connect and you don't feel like weird about connecting. You know, you, you go out and often you see somebody who say like, oh, they have a cute outfit and you go up and say something. You know, it, it could be weird. It could be awkward because maybe they don't want to make friends, but you're meeting here with very similar things in mind, which just already starts you at a great level. Yeah, it's all about the intentionality of the community that you're creating. And if you know that everyone is signing up for this platform and joining this community because they themselves are interested and eager to jo- to grow their community of women friends, it already puts us at such a more um, open and um, kind of helps us get over whatever awkwardness we might have where you're not quite sure if that girl that you see at yoga class all the time is also open to making new friends, but you do have all these things in common, maybe this, you know, here, everyone is there because they want to meet each other. Absolutely. And um, it's also, you know, a support, you were saying how a lot of times if it's men and women, it turns into a dating app Um, on your app. You do have like LGBTQ as um, something you can choose. Like if you are, if you are part of that community as well, and it doesn't mean it's going to turn into a dating app. I just also like that you incorporate that into Vina. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, you know, the first thing we often get asked by um, male investors are, you know, what are you going to do about the lesbians? And I'm like, well, <laughs> what, what are we going to do about the lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> what are I we going to do? It's true. It's, um, and so I'm like, well, it turns out that lesbians also really want 
female friends. And Girlfriends, so yeah. <laughs> um, there's plenty of places for the, the lesbian and queer community to find each other for romantic purposes. But no one wants to show up um, to a dinner party wearing only lingerie and vice versa. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to wear a, a business suit to like a nightclub, a sexy nightclub. Um, I mean, maybe there's definitely some cool, sexy business suits out there. But, you know, mm-hmm. you get the picture. Like, it's all about the intentionality of the community. And I think it's really important for you to be able to express yourself um, and be able to find your people, regardless of if you're um, a working mom who um, is a cat owner or you are a student or you're retired or you're unemployed or you're LGBTQI or you're into sci-fi. These are all the different communities that we have. Um, we launched a cannabis community on there. We launched a, um, a community for runners and, and athletes and vegans and vegetarians. There's, there's a way to find kind of those people where those are important lifestyle choices that we have. And we want to make sure that the friends we have are supportive, if not part of those same uh, lifestyle choices we have. And I love that when I was doing the quiz, it really made me feel multidimensional. It wasn't like you were putting me in a box like, oh, this person drinks wine and they like brunch or whatever. And, you know, you can like you can like cannabis, but also be a mom, you know, if those are two things that you're passionate about. And I love that it was non-judgmental and it shows to people like, oh, these are all the things this person's interested in. Very multidimensional. It's not just like putting you in a little box, I guess. Exactly. I mean, as women, we, I mean, as humans in general, we all contain multitudes and we have, we're so multifaceted where you might be a literature nerd, but you might also like be a writer. Um, and the friends that you have in each of those places might be totally different friends. And so, you know, we don't need just one type of friend. And oftentimes, you know, you might have a group of friends that really nourish your art loving side of you. But there's maybe like a party girl in you that wants to break out and like you don't feel like you have the opportunity to because your friends maybe aren't those type of people. And that's totally okay to have different and multiple groups of friends. We live in such a wonderful time where technology is connecting us more than ever. I remember when I was on the app, I'm looking around, I'm trying to just start in my neighborhood, right? Because I live in Los Angeles and if someone's in a different neighborhood than you, you're probably never going to see them. And I loved that I could. I could see who was around me and, you know, you feel very isolated sometimes in a big city, right? Because it's, it's not intimate. There's so many people and you just feel alone, surrounded by humans. And now I'm kind of finding that there's so many other people around me who, if they're on this app, they also want to make friends. And I think it makes people feel excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we all have these feelings of loneliness creep in. They're super normal feelings. They're no different than being hungry or thirsty. We all get so busy with our lives that um, it's oftentimes that we put kind of our social relationships on the back burner. But, you know, the data is showing us these days that the number one predictor of mortality is social relationships. Um, It's actually being lonely and having, you know, long periods of loneliness. Each day, it's the equivalent of smoking 14 cigarettes in a day on your physical body. Um, wow. As far as health span. And we don't, we don't, you know, we think so much about all these different things that we're doing for our health, like we're eating the right foods, we're working out, we're sleeping, we're drinking the right number of cups of water. But it turns out none of that really matters if you're isolated in the world, if you're not feeling connected, if you're not spending in-person time with other people and having that energy 
exchange, touching, like hugging the person, shaking their hand, high-fiving, having this, um, this companionship and this camaraderie that we really physically on our bodies need as humans. And it's been something we've really neglected um, talking about in society. It's something that we have only just started to uncover the actual physical um, health elements. Um, and I think it's definitely a very important time for us to really realize that um, we may be jeopardizing ourselves by putting those, that side of ourselves on a back burner because it does feel indulgent to socialize with friends when we have you know, bills to pay or family to feed. And these are different kinds of relationships. The family relationships versus your partner versus your friends. And we find that friends are a much more the most voluntary relationship that we have. It's a lot easier to, you know, move in and out of friend relationships than it is to break it off with a significant other, to take a step away from your family. And so these are actually the most important relationships because they are so voluntary, because they are so special when you have them. Oh, 100%. I also think uh, I want to bring up, you know, the social media aspect of how people are viewing their own lives. So, you know, you go on Instagram, you see all these posts of people having a fantastic time or their stories and they're all doing something outside and they have all these friends. And I think it's very easy for people nowadays to feel like they're missing out or feel like to feel more lonely than necessary, even if they're doing something that they're not that lonely. And it's important, I think, to to realize that that's not the truth all the time. And I think having a social network around you that you're involved in instead of sitting sitting around looking at social media and comparing yourself, that getting out and doing something is such a healthy step for your body. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, when we think about social media, we put a lot of emphasis in our brains about, oh, it's social. But the real, the real matter, fact of the matter is that it's media. It's no different from watching television. Just because it's created by someone that you know, you're browsing a magazine, you're watching videos, it's the same thing. And, you know, we've all seen the studies where watching too much TV is really bad for us. Um, and But we're, we need to kind of apply that same concept to when it comes to browsing the internet, because at the end of the day, it's media. It's not engaging with the world and spending and investing in those relationships. It's really fantastic that we can keep up with the friends that we have from childhood and maintain those relationships and chat with them. There is a lot of actual psychological benefit to doing that. But at the end of the day, it cannot be a replacement to, you know, actually going out and living our lives. Yeah, there's no re- there's no replacement for that in-person um, connection. Yeah. Do you? Well, and you know, you see with oops, pardon. No, no, go ahead. Oh, you see, you know, oftentimes we'll take a ton of pictures. You know, you'll take a two-week vacation and you'll take thousands of photos, and then that social media content for like six months, where people will think like, oh, you must have moved to Italy by now, but instead we're actually <laughs> just kind of prolonging the trip of of sharing our photos. So. It's important to remember that it's kind of a magazine of our lives. It's not the reality of all day, every day. Absolutely. Um, do you have any personal stories or I see here you have like lady brag um, of stories of friends who've connected and, and stayed thre- friends through your platform? I've heard so many incredible stories. Um, we actually just made a little book for our team and for to share with our investors. 
a 45 story of um, pairs of friends, uh, 45 pairs of friends who've met from Vina. I sent us photos and wrote the whole story of how they've become friends. I actually just had um, breakfast on Thursday with a girl in my neighborhood, which was fantastic to meet a local neighbor. Um, my first one, because I just moved to LA. So I'm actually going through this whole experience of like, okay, I'm the new girl in town. Shoot, I have no yeah. friends. <laughs> but now I really am using Vina as opposed to kind of, I live in San Francisco for the last 10 years. And so, you know, I've always been meeting people because I think it's important to always grow your network, but it's a little different to be in the position where you're like, okay, I'm literally starting from ground zero here. Um, and mm-hmm. so she was telling me that she met her best friend on Vina about a year ago and they just went and um, celebrated their one year friend anniversary at Disneyland. Um, we have stories <laughs> of a girl from London who moved to New York and met her, um, a girl who lived down the street with her in New York. And um, a year later, it was um, she became a bridesmaid in her wedding, and their boyfriend, or sorry, fiance and husband, respectively, um, got them best friend French bulldog puppies. And so now they have these Aww. best friend puppies that they walk together. It's super cute. The photos like, are just unreal. Um, we have, there was a fun story of a girl who was taking a class on um, digital marketing and she saw this girl in the class that she was like, oh, she's really cool. I want to be friends with her, but she was too shy to ask her for her phone number information. And then about a week or two later, she saw um, the same girl on Vina. And so she swiped right and they matched and they actually became best friends, um, thanks to the app where it kind of solved that, oh no, does this girl actually want to meet me? But because we have the double opt-in system, um, you know that when you get a match, that that other person is super excited to be meeting you too. That's so that's so wonderful and just heartwarming that that something so small is creating such life changes. It's honestly, it's like the, I have the best job in the world. Like to know that what I'm investing my time in, like all day, every day, like because we all, you know, I'm I throw myself into my work is that it results in like these life-changing friendships because all it does, it takes one friendship to change your whole life. And I've had that happen to me several times with really incredible girlfriends that I can literally not imagine having not known them. We've traveled together. We've, um, oh my gosh, there's two girls who just went to Morocco like three weeks ago and they did an Instagram takeover for us. They met on Zena. They both had been dying to go to Morocco. So they went on vacation together. Um <laughs> Like these are adventures. These are like these are memories that we keep with us forever. That is that is so so great. So now that everyone really wants to join up, tell us the easiest way to go about that. Yeah, so Havina is a lot, um, available on both the App Store and the Google Play Store, and um, it's free to download. There's literally no cost to signing up or using it. Um, we do have a premium feature that you can upgrade to quickly match with people and see a list of anyone who swiped right on you. Um, but you can use the app for free anywhere in the world. We're in 158 countries all around the world. So whether you are in LA or New York, or maybe you're in Italy, or even in North Korea, believe it or not, we have Venus there. Um, but really everywhere. So it's a truly a women's global community of women supporting each other, women empowering each other, and with the goal of helping you live your best life. Absolutely. Well, Olivia June, thank you so much for joining us here on Future Tech Podcast and sharing your passion and this incredible app with us today. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day and 
Uh, thanks to all the listeners for tuning in. Go make some friends and some memories. That is Olivia June. She is the founder and CEO at Hey Vina. Again, you can find them in the App Store. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.